here we are again for another episode of yes. The Wrap. And we have to be frankly honest with you today. <laughs> we Now, we build this, and it very much is this, yes. as a... It's unscripted. A very unscripted. And most of the time, people are like, yeah, you can tell it's unscripted. <laughs> is that why you keep... You guys keep rambling on. You just ramble on for 25 minutes. Uh, this is a, this is a a show, a whatever you want to call it, uh, that is truly unscripted. But today we have gone completely off the deep end unscripted wise. We've gone rogue now. Very rogue. <laughs> Who knows what's going to come out of us today. Uh, we, we literally have nothing put before us that we're going to be yeah. talking about today. Cause it's we, literally the podcast about nothing. The podcast about nothing. <laughs> What is the what is that one it's song? Seinfeld. Oh, it's yeah. a it, no, it's a ve oh. well, it's a Veggie Tales. We are the pirates who <laughs> don't do anything. So we are the schmoes who don't have anything to say. No, we we have stuff to say. We, I we kid. Do have stuff. We, we've got we've stuff, got to, stuff say. to say. We've always got stuff to say. Uh, but we'll ease ourselves into what we're going to talk about. And we'll see where it goes for today. We had ourselves a, a guest speaker yeah. this last yeah. Sunday, so that's why you know typically we do this show. If you're new to it, and this is the first time you're watching, you're like, what are these guys doing? Uh, we usually kind of sort of review, but yeah, build off of what, and unpack what we talked about on a Sunday morning, uh, sermon-wise. Um, but we also had a guest speaker uh, this last Sunday. Who, might I say, did a fantastic job. Yeah, Chuck yeah. is always really great. That's why I love to bring him in, because he's not just a great guy. He and Rose both uh, great people, uh, but he is just a great communicator. Yeah. And um, if you haven't checked that message out, go back to the Facebook page for New Heights Christian Church and check out the... It, you can't miss it. It's a special guest, Chuck Mattinger. Yeah, you can't yeah, miss it. You can't that. miss it. <laughs> you can't. So go, go a, check that out. You did a great job. Me, you'll you'll think, think me later. Yeah, did a yeah. great job of A or 1, whatever you want to put, whether you like numbers or letters today. I prefer um, Roman numerals. If oh, you would. <laughs> okay. I. <laughs> I, I. Um, he did a great job of fitting into what we're kind of yeah. doing with our yeah, Bible engagement cool. and our Bible journey as he talked about the kingdom of God and the theme of the th kingdom of God from the beginning of Scripture all the way to the end and yeah. kind of about in about five different phases, if you will, of, of Scripture. So that was really uh, appreciated that he did that. Um, like I said, just really phenomenal and good stuff to think about and chew on. And I've seen him on a couple different occasions and we continue to just kind of talk about what he spoke about on, on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So like I said, if you haven't, Seen that yet? Go back, watch it, and do yourself a favor, and you'll thank you us. You know what? Later. I'll even link it in the show notes. How do you like that? We never get a link in the show notes because we're not really. We know, do have show notes every week. We do have show we notes, do. but we never not link the sermon link. because we're not. Uh, you know, I don't. Why, why we don't we do that? Sermon. That's a good idea. Let's start doing that, maybe. Mental note. Although, know. I'm trying to think of the word for it. What's that like? Self uh, self promoting. Yeah, we're not really self promoting, as no. well, but, you know, something like that. Anyways, so. All right, so. You tell me what is on Levi's mind as it has to do with the church world, yeah, theology, God stuff. Something just been rolling around in your mind over the the last several weeks, and, and yeah. it just gets dumped out here today. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm actually going to piggyback off of what Chuck talked about a little right. bit, uh, and this fact of, and, and this hit me. I, and it's, it's been something we've been we've been trying to impress upon people for a while. But it, this whole idea of if we are going to church and we are soaking in God's word and we are being fed, but we're not doing anything with it, we've missed the point. 
I just had I just had breakfast. I mean, I literally just came from breakfast and stepped in this room uh, with Chuck and Rose, and we got on that conversation again. Yeah. And he was just very passionate about that. He's like, it's, and even we had Bible study last night, and he and Rose were there, and he chimed in at the end and, and said, "Hey, this is all great and wonderful. I mean, the Bible study, a great worship service on a Sunday morning, all these things we're doing, but <clears throat> are we really doing what we're called mm. to do?" Well, I loved his, his, his focus on, you know, the church is there not to make you feel good, yeah. but to equip you to go. Yeah. You know, and, and to and do it. We forget that. We, we see church as a, it's almost become a show to us sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, <laughs> and I'm not dogging on, on any particular church, but I, I saw a... Tr- no names used here. No names used. I don't even remember the person's name, so this is good. I, right. I saw this post about someone. They're like, we're thinking about using a secular song in the front of our service just to appeal to the the masses. I'm like... <laughs> just, you, how does at that this... point, At that point, don't you just be like, could you just read that line for yourself? Just put on a concert somewhere else then. Like, yeah. that's not what you're there for, no. you know? And, and you know, I, I was kind of... Um, you know, of course, other worship leaders are coming in like, what, what is the point? Yeah. Why would you do that? You know, I kind of felt like we were past that, by the way. I mean, like, yeah, it felt like there was like, a fad like several years ago about like, let's, let's be edgy. And, thing, like, and I think it, it highlights and, and shows sometimes what our focus is, yeah. you know, and as much as I'm always a proponent and, and you know this of let's do things with, with excellence, let's make it look the best we can. Let's make it but sound we're the not best putting on we a can, show. but that's not, we're not putting on a show. Yeah, whenever we are trying to appeal to the masses, we've, we've missed the point. Yeah. If you're, you're drawing them in with that, what's that going to do for them? You know what I mean? That's not going to, I don't, I don't they want, could go to a concert. Yeah, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a cheesy, but I'm going to go way back machine here in Christian music. I'm going to use my, my good friends, Big Daddy Weave. We, we play, to an audience of one. Mm, yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of interesting. We start talking about this. I, I knew this would happen, by the way. We'd start talking about something and leave oh, yeah, we'd something get on, else. Yeah. So we're talking last night, get of all places. Track. Yeah. Of all places, we're in the book of Haggai. You're like, oh, okay, how does this have to do anything? And it has everything to do with it because the whole book of Haggai is based on and has its foundation in the fact that the people have their priorities in the wrong mm, yeah. order. And so, uh, you know, just really quick here of Haggai. Haggai is the first prophet after the exile and the people are coming back and the, and the sole reason that they're sent back to Jerusalem is to do what? Do you to remember? rebuild the city. Rebuild the temple. And the temple. Rebuild the yeah. temple. And they go back and they start with all this excitement of like, oh, we're building this temple, man. It's like, they're like it doesn't really look like the temple that we knew, but it, it's, it's still a temple, right? And they're excited about it and all of a sudden it stops. Like well, what? And somebody asked this question last night. They're like, "Why in the world did they stop building the temple?" Because again, that's your sole purpose for coming back to Jerusalem. And it really came down to two things, uh, which I think is really encompassed by a bigger thing that we still struggle with today in modern times. The reason they stopped building was one, selfishness, mm. and two, fear. All this pressure from the outside of what people said they needed to do or not be doing. But I think it's all couched in this fact of being distracted and sidetracked mm. and busy by all the stuff in life. And this yeah. is how it often plays out in life for us. And I know because it, it plays out in my life. I mean, we've got a 
busy packed schedule in our house, three kids and sports and school and all this stuff and here and there and everywhere. And it's so easy to say, well, you know what, I've got, I've got to do this, but if I have time, I'll get to you, God. Mm. Um, if I, and, and what ends up happening is what I call <clears throat> leftovers living. Um, so scripture is very clear, abundantly clear, that what we should be doing is be giving our God our first and our best. Yeah. And what we often give him is just the rest, yeah. the scraps. If we have a little bit left over and we've got enough energy, God, then we'll serve you. Then we'll give to you. And that was a problem back in Haggai's day after the exile, and it's a problem in our own day as well, mm -hmm. too. Um, and, you know, to kind of get back to what we're talking about here is this, this whole concept of, of missing the point, of having the wrong priorities, of getting so sidetracked in everything else that we miss exactly what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And what was happening in Haggai's day is they stopped building the temple, and they even, in fact, say, Two verses in, in the second verse, they say, it's not time for us to rebuild the temple. Oh, oh really? That's why you came here. Why you came here. <laughs> oh, but it wasn't time for them to build the temple, but guess what it was time for? Them to build themselves some very nice, lavish, luxurious homes. To build their temples. To build their own personal yeah. temples, which takes me back to something way before that we've talked about before. We, we joke around a, a lot around here, and this came from our good friend Mal, you know, our good minister friend here in town. He was talking about... A video he'd watched about a guy who was just railing on his congregation and railing on the people in the video room because they were building their own kingdoms back there. And we laugh about that. We're like, <laughs> chuckle, chuckle. He really gave it to them good. That, uh, but we do that, don't we? We are so concerned about our own self-image, our own yeah. kingdom, our own way of doing things that before we know it, all the focus is on us yeah. and none of it and is on God such anymore. A, it's such a subtle shift sometimes for us. I think because, you know, nobody, nobody in the church world sets out thinking, I'm going to build a name for myself. Mm, no. no right? Most people. You know, they, <laughs> they start out with good intentions. Mm -hmm. But it, it's that, that sweetness of people think I'm all that. You know, people are liking this. This is, you know, yeah. and that, that drive for more of that. Yeah, and it's just, it's human nature. Isn't it is, right? it we, really is. It, it, it's different for all of us and maybe similar for groups of us. So there are certain things that are our triggers that we just get our jollies off of. Like, yeah. oh, that's yeah. how, you know, like, um, and we totally miss track. But oh, this, it's not about, it's not about us. It's not yeah. about us getting our, our glory. It's about us giving yeah. our glory yeah. uh, to God. And circling back <laughs> to that worship thing of, you know, when we, when we do our best in worship, whether whether it be in you know tech or or playing our instruments or or anything that we do in the service, yes, we should do our best, but not so that people can say, "Oh, good job, good look how good you are," but so that God is glorified. Yeah. You know, the 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 person in the video booth <laughs> shouldn't be running their own kingdom; they should be making it so that people can focus on what's really important. Yeah, and not distracted by you know. Yeah, stuff going on with the videos, you know, <laughs> like, yep. I mean, I'm not, I'm never saying that we shouldn't, we should care less about what's going on, Get, we should care for another reason. Yeah, you you're know? giving your best for sure, but yeah. we're not so caught up in all the intricacies of that stuff that... That we lose focus. Yeah, we lose focus on what's really important. Yeah. I thought it was something else very important, not necessarily that Chuck said in his sermon on Sunday, but we were just talking, I said this morning over breakfast, and we were talking about... 
you know, this whole concept you brought up is like, we don't come to church to feel good and to just get filled with stuff. We talked about that a little, a little last night in Bible study, just all this good stuff, just take, 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 and consume, 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 and we never put anything back out. And that's the problem with the right. church. That's the place that the church finds itself in today. Um, and it's tough, right? Because like we're leaders in a church and it's like, it does, I was just telling them this morning, it feels oftentimes like we have ourselves on a hamster wheel going nowhere. Mm. All this activity, all this work, all this thought and all this stuff, for what? Because what is it resulting in in fruit in people's lives? Right. And it's because we have so misunderstood what, again, and I, I'm with, I'm with, you know, like the preached word is to me one of the more important things in the life of the church. But we can't just rely on that and, and say that that's all it is because that's just for a lot of people just an information dump. I just, right. oh, I just took him more. Oh, that was a great sermon. I just took him yeah. more information. Well, what did you, did, what did you do what with you it? Do it? And, and, and Chuck was saying today, this is very... This is very elementary and basic, but something we miss so often is the reason that most people don't catch on to the message of go into the world and make disciples and baptize them and teach them is because people have only ever been told to do that. They've never been shown how mm. to do that. Yeah. And he said that this morning, and I was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a responsibility of, of church leaders. Again, I'm like we're really thinking about this and big focus. That's Ephesians chapter four. The work of the leader, the minister, the pastor is to equip the people to do the work of ministry. What are we doing to do that? Yeah. And if that is not, if something we are doing is not showing people what it looks like to be a part of the mission and to make disciples, we're we're missing the boat. Yeah. Again. This whole thing we've been talking about, this whole idea of priorities, it happens on a church level too, like on that large level of we get so distracted and bogged down by all of these side things that we miss mm -hmm. the main show, yeah. the main priority. What are we supposed to be doing here and how are we getting there? How are we knowing that that's happening? And, you know, it's like it doesn't happen in a program. Uh, it happens just in one life at a time that you, you pour your life into someone who they pour their life into someone else or someone's else and then it just yeah. it takes off. I had a, a discussion one time with a, a student who had asked me uh, we went to a, a, went to a conference and we went to one hours away. Mm -hmm. They had one half an hour away from us. Mm -hmm. But we chose to go to the one out. And he's, he's, he asked me, he's like, why didn't we just go to the one close to us? Because that's not where the main part of this ministry. You know, like, that's great, and that's going to equip you. But the relationship, you know, and the time to process what you just learned together is where the goal is, yeah. you know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so it's just, like I said, a lot of... <clears throat> good stuff to kind of chew on there and that is not just solely on a church level but is on an individual level too is what are we what are we doing to show people what it means to be a part of the kingdom and to love Jesus and make Jesus first and foremost in our lives that's kind of a church level there but on an individual level I like 
this is really tough for people to do, but I feel like this is where people need to get. They need to take their faith so seriously and their life in the church so seriously that if they are not being shown how to do something, not being taught how to do things, that they would go up to the leadership, they would go up to the minister and they would say, you need, I need you to show me. Yeah, I'm missing this, and and please don't, please don't take that to be one of my least favorite lines in the entire church. These are to me night and day difference. I'm just, I'm not being fed. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are two different things. Um, but sh- show me. Yeah. Show me what it looks How like. How do I practically do this? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, on an individual eye level, I think as well too is to just do some self examination and. How am I showing Christ in my life? Secondarily, not only just how am I, because we usually stop at that point. How am I showing? How am I displaying Christ in my life? That's good. But how are you then pouring that into somebody else and teaching them how to show that in their lives? That's how a movement starts and how a movement is sustained in that of just constantly teaching and teaching and passing on and passing on. So I think on an individual level, it just requires some self-examination too of how how am I showing others but teaching others to show other people. I know that's, that's, that's like a lot of like shows and teaches <laughs> there, but I hope you understand what I'm trying to say uh, in, in all of that. Um, but just so incredibly important. I mean, we, we hit on this all, so often, don't we? I just feel like it's something that's been impressed in my heart for a really long time now is just really need to get back to the basics of the mission. Yeah. Stop getting so sidetracked about with everything else. And not that this stuff is bad. Right. It's not bad to have a... Right. It's, it's, these aren't bad things. And there are sometimes they're needed things. Yes. But they're not the first priority. No. Yeah. Right. And what, what, what I said last night was, you know, we look at, we look at the time period of, of Haggai and when he comes back out of exile and you look at Jerusalem, and they start building, but they stop building. And it's not that they're bad, evil, malicious people willfully disobeying and sinning against God. It's just that I called it what it is, and I think it's something that shows up in, in the church world today too, is tragic neglect. Mm. We're just neglecting to do what God has asked us to do. Yeah. Um, and that, that is irritating, I believe, to God. To say, I've, I've asked you to well, do this? we often go for the things that bring us more comfort. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. Bring us comfort or the things that we know. know. Yeah. I, I know, dude. I, so I know how to do church like this. Yeah. But I don't know how to do church like that. Yeah. And so I'm going to go back to this uh, over and yeah. over again. It's easy to hobnob with your church people. Uh, it's harder to reach into a lost and dying world. Yeah. You know, there's it's messy, and I think often it's because of this. Levi is like I feel like when we talk about go into the world and teach and preach and baptize, it's like oh, I got to do that to the masses, and I'm just trying to really emphasize to people. I know all, all I'm really asking is just to do that for a one. Yeah, just pour your life into one Find single somebody. person and see what happens. Yeah, and see how that takes off, and that really just starts. You know, a movement uh, in people's lives, and so, yeah, I don't know all all of that to get from where we started to where we ended, and Haggai in between, and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, see, I told you we always have something to I'm talk sorry. about here yeah, quickly on the wrap. Yes, <laughs> because if you don't find something to talk about quickly, the sharks start circling. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> just yank them off the stage. So, like I said, just some, just some good just things, like I said, have, have, that have, I mean, obviously on your mind and on your heart, but sharing the same things over here, my mind and heart, they all kind of met in the middle there of what it means to be very serious and have urgency about what mm. God has called us to. And like, guess what? It's, it's really easy to sit here and say that and talk about that in the moment, but what are we going to do? Yeah. What are we going to do to actually take action on that and to bear fruit uh, out of that? And I just feel like that's the question the church has trying to, been trying to answer for like what, ages now, you know, like out of this. <clears throat> and again, not that the way that things are done are, are necessarily evil or bad. They're just not all exactly what God wants us to do. We're just kind of going about it in really odd ways. And, and guess what? Like, I'm not going to be the guy that stands and be like, I'm completely changing how church is done. You know, like, I'm not going to be that guy. Um, but I, I am going to be more focused on finding the people within the church who are devoted to loving Jesus and doing what he asks us to do so that we can see fruit born out of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where we need to go at the end of the day. We need to just let go of all of this other stuff and like numbers and growth and trying to appeal to the masses and all the people uh, and just get back to the basics of one-on-one, one-on-two discipling and just seeing the fruit of that. Like, get, here's the thing too about it, right? You're like, well, Ryan, that sounds very ideal. It sounds very pie in the sky. No, it actually sounds a whole lot like Jesus and it's a proven concept. Yeah. Um, over 2,000 years in the making. Very proven concept. Well, and I think, you know, as much as, as we as church leaders like to moan and groan about this whole pandemic and, and what it's it's made things harder. We can't have big groups of people anymore. And, you know, the church wasn't started with huge groups of people. No, no. You know, and, and I think it... it it made us uncomfortable because it showed us the flaws with our way of doing things. Yeah. Of we're relying way too much on bringing people in to the building. Yeah. Rather than sending rather people. Rather than sending people out. Well, not only that, bringing people in, filling them with a bunch of information and then sending them home yeah. versus the hard work of bringing people in. That's fine but training them and yeah. laboring with them and working with them and walking with them and yeah. teaching them. That's a, that's a long process, yeah. a lot of man hours put in that. I mean, it, it's, it's much easier just to be like, all right, let me magically give you a, again, I'm not gonna stop preaching a sermon on a Sunday morning. But, but, um, well, I think those things are, I mean, it talks about the churches getting together and, and sharing and so They do, those and, are and all important all things. Stuff. But it was for the purpose of edifying them, building them up, training them up, and, and sending, sending them out. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We've just—I think we've just kind of forgotten a little bit of that. And like I said, hey, I'm a church leader, I own it. We uh, yeah. how we fall into those pits and those traps of doing things the same old way all the time and thinking that that's. But it's—I mean—it's kind of pretty clear right now at this point, isn't it? That. Doing things the way that we've always done them is not getting not what option. Jesus really is yeah. calling us to. And so we've got to find something. I wouldn't say different to do. We've got to find the right thing to do. And again, it's already a proven concept of what Jesus did with 12 guys 
and how it completely turned the world upside down. And we've just got to believe that guess what? That is just as possible today as it mm -hmm. was over 2,000 years ago. Yeah. No matter how dire things look around because us. Because the gospel's still the gospel. It never changes. Times change, gospel doesn't. Yeah. Times change, uh, our ministering to people and calling them to greater things doesn't change. And God's change. word is no less powerful now than it was then. No, absolutely not. So, well, like I said, we hope that, whatever, 20 minutes of us sitting here rumbling and bumbling along <laughs> uh, was, it was helpful to you and just gave you some things to think about. There was a whole lot kind of in all of that there. Um, but I think when we came out the other end, we, we made coherent sense. Yeah. We were trying yeah. to talk about, um, but, and I think it was a very important topic and probably one that needed to be uh, talked about. So it was good. We just had a little bit of an open slot and spot in, uh, in the rap lineup. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, as always, we're really glad and really thankful that you would join us and uh, that you would take what we have talked about today and don't take it as the gospel. It's just two guys up here talking about uh, the most important thing, the gospel, uh, but the, it would cause you to think, it would cause you to ponder, but more than anything, it would cause you to act, to go and do what Jesus has called us to do. And so until we see you guys next time, be well. See you guys.